There's so much hypocrisy in the LBC. It's kind of hard being Kasabian double double O double G. I was working on that earlier and I just tapped out. I really gave up on it. Hit me. What's going on, beautiful people? My name's Kasabian Lavo. Welcome to Kasabian Lavo Show, episode 146. And it's very fitting and very telling. Our last episode was 145, and today is the last day of, of 45 here in the United States and the first day of 46. Um, Let's start off the show by shouting out all the viewers, listeners, all the millions and millions of fans. Shout out to all y'all. Uh, without y'all, this ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is this is really y'all show. This is a variety. And if this is your first time, this is a variety infotainment show. Basically, this is Vegas in a podcast. Like, not whatever you've seen. We're not just sitting here talking bochinche and doing gossip. No, you're going to learn some stuff. You're going to have a good laugh. You're going to get mad. You can call in, though. And I can hear you mad now. Before, you just got mad at your phone. Now you can call in and tell me why you mad. So go ahead. When the number comes up on the screen, we uh, we want to hear from y'all. You know, that's, that's why we set this up this way. Uh, this is just the new version of the show. We're just going to keep on adapting and evolving. Like I said, this is Vegas. What's happening? So where to begin? Our sponsors. Me. Head over to klavo.com. That's K-L-A-V-O-E.com. Check out the merch store, right? So just when you go at the top of the uh, of the website, click shop. You know what? Hold on. I think we have. <laughs> Please hold. Here we go. This helps. Boom. So uh, on the screen, I have like all the socials except the YouTube because we don't have enough followers to have a name on YouTube yet. Help me get followers, y'all. Subscribe and like. Smash the like button and subscribe. And hit the bell so that every time we go live, you guys are notified. And you can get in that chat and chop it down. You know what I'm saying? So this show is brought to you today by klavo.com. Head over to the shop. Pick up the new merch. There's a couple limited drops. Uh, Most of the merch will be limited. I mean, shit, we only did like four different color hoodies two years ago when um, I was doing it for the album. So for the show, we're going to do the same thing. Every time we come up with something new, we'll put it out. It'll be limited, so it'll be special. I don't know if we're going to do it, like, piecewise or we'll do it for, like, X amount of months or weeks, and then we'll go from there. Um, and, you know, the busier it gets, we'll start changing things up, and um, pretty soon we're going to have a whole Patreon 
that'll provide you with a, you know different package every month and some other goodies that we're working on. Like I said, this is always gonna keep changing. This is not a a, a one time thing, like or a, a same thing. I want to keep this exciting. This is fun. This is also brought to you by Popple. Head over to popl.co and pick up a Popple today. Now let me show you my Popple on my phone. It's so totally cute. It's like my little dinosaur. Totally cute. In a post-corona world, you don't want to be handing out business cards and giving people cooties. So if, if you're in need of marketing, if you're trying to get the word out there for whatever it is you do, whatever the business is, this is what you need. First off, it's green. So if you're worried about a carbon footprint and you want to be in a cleaner world, this helps. It's a one-time deal and it's digital. So let me show you how it works. That simple. Tap it. Uh, Open it. Sorry, the camera doesn't do well. Boom. Look at that handsome feller, huh? And those are all my links. It basically takes you to a landing page that has all your information. So being in real estate, being that I'm a podcaster, being that I'm still an entertainer in, in, in many facets, the best way for me to just get to anybody is here, pop me. Here's all my links. Head over to my website. Check out the videos, whatever the case is. Whatever you do, you can do with Popple. And you can continue to change your picture. Like business cards are cool. People throw them away. People forget who you are, where they met you. Um, they might find it years later and be like, hmm, I wonder if that guy or that gal still does the same thing. With Popple, you can always keep everybody updated. Change your picture consistently just to, you know, give a little bit of possess. You know what I'm saying? You always want to give a little bit of possess. So make sure you head over to popple.co and check out what they have. And let me help you save money. Uh, big, save, big Sabo saves you the big bucks. So... Use Sabian Lava at checkout save 20% on your Popple. And get a cool one, too, because like they got mad designs, and I think pretty soon they're going to let you customize it. But head over to Popple. Let them know Sabian sent you. Get 20% off. Big Sable saves you big bucks. We out here selling cars. I'm about to be like, if you're from Vegas, and you know when I say chop it, you know what I'm talking about. So we out here chopping prices for everybody. But definitely, if whatever it is you do, everybody got to hustle, right? You might as well have like the coolest new thing. Be up to date. Unfortunately, a lot of people's phones be mad. Oh, but hey, we ain't gonna talk about people's phones. You know what I'm saying? We ain't here for that. Let me, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I had a bad habit of sucking my fucking teeth. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, woman. I guess I gotta do that. <clears throat> let's preface the entire show. Let's, let's preface all of this by saying this. Um, I don't know if it's a, 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 um, a specific party thing or whatever the case is. I really don't don't care about the party system here. Um, but I will say this. The difference between a hater and someone that's uh, objective is that we're first off, we're not wishing bad on anybody. Um, and I want everybody to understand that when you wish bad on a president of the United States and you live in the United States, you're wishing bad on yourself. And why would you do such a thing? Like, if you want that person to fail, then we're going to fail as a people. So um, it was so disheartening to see what happened under 45. And I will be criticizing Biden uh, and Kamala on their policies. This show is not feelings based. We're not here to talk about how we feel. We're just going to talk about policies, the issues that we see with these policies. Even right now, he's supposed to be signing executive orders and every single one is to take us back to where we were, which wasn't great. Um, the Paris Climate Accord didn't make any sense. They were just taking all of our money. For what reason? Even though we're not in the Paris Climate Accord, we are still excuse me, the lowest uh, emitters of carbon. 
We are the cleanest country. We always have been. But they always seem to put the entire world's issue on us. Never made any sense. The World Health Organization, we've obviously seen that they're in the pockets of China and they want to reverse our decision of pulling out and going back into the World uh, Health Organization. The issue with that is that they charge us the most. Like we give them the most money and I, and I don't I'm not OK with just forking over money consistently to uh, organizations that don't support us. He wants to stop the Keystone Pipeline. Those are lots of jobs that are going to go away. Um, most likely we will lose our position of power in exporting fuel. Um, that scares the shit out of me. For the first time ever, the United States is an exporter, and that's why our prices have been you know, at, at a low, low rate, which is pretty impressive um, that it was done in such a quick time. And no, that was not because of um, however you feel about the, the administration before 45. It was deregulation and allowing us to do things that would make make our country self-sufficient including you know all the pullouts even though some people might be um apprehensive as to why we we did pull out of these organizations well you know we overpay we've always overpaid and it's it's really disheartening when we have homeless people and we have more issues here in the united states if if y'all want to keep crying about health and about the homeless and this that and the third then you should understand that we're just giving away money to other countries that aren't doing any good for themselves. They're not helping themselves. Right. That's an issue. You know, uh, no matter how much you hate this, don't start that bullshit that if you hate it, leave, relax. Okay. Y'all didn't leave. Y'all stayed. Everybody's going to stay chill. You've never seen busloads of people leave the United States. It's just not a thing. Everybody still wants to come here. It's still the American dream. And yes, although I do not agree with, uh, what's popping. I do not agree with Biden um, on many levels. I refuse to just shit on him for every single thing he does. I'm, I'm not here for that. But I, like I said, I, I will bring to you whatever policies I have an issue with and why. Um, the immigration policy. He wants to give 11 uh, illegal immigrants uh, citizenship within three years. What does that solve? You know, you guys did DACA. That was illegal. It didn't solve anything. You did DACA, but it was a backhanded slap because you literally got rid of 80,000 immigrants. That was the most deportations under any presidency. But you gave them DACA. It's backhanded. Can we just fix immigration? Why don't we have a better process? Why don't we, we, you know, we, we have closed our borders before. Maybe we should really look into closing our borders until we fix the homeless issue. You know, if we have such a problem with people that can't find jobs, then why are we allowing people to come here? Now, the people that are here, I've said this many, many times, we need to get a clear path to citizenship, a real one. Unfortunately, Republicans don't get shit done, and the Democrats just want to give out citizenship for votes. They're not really looking. You see, politics works like this. It hurts. I'll fix it. You keep me here to help you. We don't need that. See, as a conservative, I believe in less government. Figure out life on your own. I don't think we need to have our hands held by somebody and we definitely don't need to live according to someone else. Um, this is the land of the free, so let us be free. Um, like I said, I think the most powerful candidate for presidency would have been someone that came out and said, you know what? Our economy is doing well under Trump, and I think I can make it better. You never heard that. All you heard was, oh, it, it's not doing good. I'm going to fix it. What are you fixing? What are you fixing? Everything's been on the up and up for the past five years. What are you fixing? How about you add to it? You know, um, 
politicians are afraid of, of losing power. So the more pain they can cause, they'll they'll keep their position of power. It is what it is. There's a reason why we have 80 year old, 90 year old politicians that are still in there because they're finally getting their getting their agenda uh, passed and getting it across. They've been there so long crying about the same shit. It's never made any sense. You know, and, and it just now started to, you know, fit in because they've been able to to man, not manipulate, but they've been able to say it so many times that it came true. Let me tell you a story about China. Uh, and I'm going to tell you the fucking wrong story because now I forgot it. So China had a bunch of coffee. I can't remember what, what it was, but China got a bunch of coffee and China decided uh, to make candy for kids made out of coffee. At the time that, that China had all the coffee, adults didn't drink coffee in China, so it wasn't a viable thing for them. But it was a big market in the world, so they got into it. I believe that was the case. Bear with me. I might be full of shit, but the story's a real story. You can Google it. So China took coffee, made candy. So kids that were from the 80s and early 90s grew up eating coffee-flavored candy. Then they opened a bunch of coffee shops as they turned 18, 19, 20, you know, older teenagers and, and adults, and they were able to get everybody hooked to coffee because they have already trained their kids this is how sick china is they train their children to like coffee so that when they open coffee shops they knew they would have business terrifying look the story up i'm sure i didn't say it right but look it up and if you know the story call in and tell me we'll put the number up on the screen a little bit and y'all can tell me the story i don't know shit i don't know shit i'm just telling you what i i just made it up who knows google me google it not me (laughs) that's such a bad habit but um that type of manipulation is terrifying and that's what you see in congress and that's what you see in the senate with people that have been there for 40 years they've just been able to to you know pass their ship you know kick the buck forward and you get enough favors done and all of a sudden you're on top and now you can finally get your fucking dreams um i feel bad for bernie sanders i don't think bernie sanders is a bad person i just think bernie doesn't understand economics and needs to separate which i think a lot of people need to do is separate greed from capitalism there's bad people in everything. Let's let's stop the bullshit. There's bad people in everything. But in in all honesty, just because uh, you're making a profit or you're the inventor of something, it doesn't mean you should take a short. Like, when the fuck did that happen? If I create a business and, and it's my business and I'm paying employees, you're telling me I got to take the short to overpay my employees? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, the fact that they keep on training people to agree that $15 an hour is a living wage scares me. That's $400 a week. The fuck is that? You're not living off of that. You ain't making nothing. $400 a month. You're making $1,200 a, 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 a week. You're making $1,200 a month. After taxes, you're taking $1,000. You're making $12,000 a year on $15 an hour. That's living? The average rent in Vegas is $1,100. You can't even afford rent. It's embarrassing. Um... The economy, we're in bad hands as far as the economy is concerned. Uh, our new secretary, treasurer secretary is um, of the belief that we need to pump a bunch of money into the system, get everybody back on a level playing field, and then open things up. Um, good idea. I just don't see how it's going to work without losing value, without cutting the, the, the value of the dollar. Because we're just printing up money like crazy. She's talking about like a $6 trillion bill. We're And and the older I get, I'm really starting to realize that uh, government budgeting and spending is bullshit. There's no, there's no limit. You can literally spend as much as you want. They're just going to hand out money all day. But if everybody gets a million dollars, then a million dollars ain't worth shit. And 
that does take us into a lot of the things that we are going to talk about today. After I put this over here, because I like this one better than that giant screen. Hold on. Uh, yeah. Like, like that. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's see. Hold on. With all that being said, again, I don't wish any negative on this new administration. I do hope we get shit back to normal. And by normal, I just mean peace. Uh, we're all Americans. Um, I hate having to say that. It's just so stupid. It's just like, like obviously. Come on, guys. Just get the shit together. Uh, we all should have the same goal. No matter how we get to it, we should have the same goal. And that's for everybody to be, you know, uh, forward moving. Everything is always forward moving. Never go backwards. So just because we might not agree on how we get there doesn't mean we can't get there together. And, you know, it, it, I, pay attention to the post. So, uh, Adelson died. And Adelson to Las Vegas, to the gaming industry, to casinos was a giant. He fucking employed thousands and thousands of people. You would see the sickest post. I saw somebody that's so virtuoso that he swears that he's the cleanest, most holiest. And calls people things that I wouldn't say because I I understand the ridicule you would get from it. Literally laughed at the fact that this man died and said good for him because he was a big donor to the Republican Party. The man died. The man provided more jobs than you'll ever provide to anybody in this city. Thousands of jobs were provided because of that person. Billions of dollars were made by this one person. You've never accomplished any of that. Why would you laugh at that person? That's crazy. Um... When Tony Shea passed, you didn't hear me say anything negative about him. And I've had words about him because of what happened downtown and shit like that. But not when they passed. Like, you, you really get to, you know, know somebody by their actions. And when they do weird shit like that, like, that's terrifying. That's really terrifying. Because it makes you wonder, like, damn, are you that delusional that you think that you could just shit on people and everybody's just not going to pay attention? I don't know. It's, it's it's why they looking so old, but they aging like milk. So, Trump's last day was pretty epic. Pardoned a lot of people, over a hundred people. Little Wayne was pardoned. Y'all saw pictures of Wayne and Trump, and everybody's like, "Oh, Wayne out there doing this, doing that." Hey, man, look, Wayne is clear. Kodak, clear. But fuck Carol Baskin. They still got my boy Tiger King locked up. They did not let that boy out. He had a limousine. With the Tesla doors, that motherfucker was going to come out of jail. Uh, uh, uh. Nah, nah, my boy's sitting down. He's sitting down for sure. Um, I had a discussion this morning that was actually really good about Wayne and security and having a gun. So Wayne's a felon for carrying a gun in New York City. New York City has the worst gun laws and is terribly unsafe when it comes to guns and killing And Wayne and Ja Rule were shooting a video. The police came, found guns. They both got a year in jail in New York. They both served time in New York City for guns. That made him a felon. Now, a friend of mine goes, uh, what an idiot. I wouldn't pardon him. He's an asshole. That's dumb shit. And I go, "Mm, no, it isn't. And this is why. You need a weapon on you at all times to protect yourself. I'm a strong believer in the Second Amendment. Now, when you say, oh, you got security... That's a valid point, not a great point, just a valid point. Reason being, security is supposed to protect you. In all reality, security protects 
me from you, not you from me, right? Me being the celebrity, there my security is going to keep me from doing something stupid and get me locked up. It's not going to keep you from doing something to me. They might pull you off, but whatever you want to do, you will do. So when it comes to a, a, a high-profile person, someone that's considered a, a gangster rapper per se, we you know we don't know what Little Wayne does. It's none of our business to discuss these things. But myself, I carry. I'm allowed to carry legally. You're a felon, and just because you're a felon, I don't think you should lose your gun rights. That is something we need to really sit down and rethink as a society. Um, Little Wayne's a high-profile person that. I'm sure it has millions of dollars worth of security guards around him, but doesn't feel safe. And with good fucking reason, because you could have 10 million security guards around you and still get killed. It don't matter. At the end of the day, you want to be able to protect yourself and know that if you do get killed and, and your people around you see that something happened to you, at least know that I fought my way out of it. Like, I didn't just get beat the fuck up or killed because my bodyguards left me. I don't see a problem with a felon having gun rights. I don't see a problem with felons having voting rights. We have to live up to if you did the crime, you do the time. And then that's it. Like the only crimes that. Oh, we got a call. Hold up and see what this is. What's up? This poker face. Yo, what's popping? Hey, hey, hey. What's going it's on? Showtime, right? Yes, sir. That's right. I, um, I was uh, watching the watching the stream. I don't know how far, because I know it's live, but sometimes it starts you back and forth in different areas. Yeah. And uh, I was you were talking about the Second Amendment rights and, and you know uh, and felons, and that's something that I've actually been advocating for. Uh, I know a lot of uh, guys that are sitting down, that have sat down, uh, did things 20, 30 years ago, and still paying the price today and haven't busted a great you know, in 30 years, you know, right. and I just don't think that's right. Agree. That something like I could walk around good, but this guy can't. He has a family just like me. Right. He's a hard worker just like me. He hasn't committed a crime in 30, 40 years. Law-abiding citizen now. That No parole, no nothing. Haven't even wore handcuffs 30, 40 years. Can't do the can't protect his family in the same way that I can, the same way that you can. Facts. What type of America are we living in? That's facts. That's facts. And and how long do we hold people accountable for these things? Like honestly, if you sat down, you good. You supposed to come. I mean, there's very few um, things that I would say that you should always be considered as, like as far as touching kids go or hurting old people. But I mean. Everything else, as long as you ain't kill nobody, I don't even. And depending on on how that situation plays out, I, I don't uh, even circumstances, think circumstances. Yeah. Right, right. You know, because you, well, got... this is how I see it. Right, I see it. Okay, if you're not in prison, you're not on parole, you're not on probation. You have served your debt to your debt to society. Right, right. If they haven't served their debt to society, then they shouldn't be out of prison. If you let them out of prison. And you have them in Walmart with everyone else's families, including your own, Mr. Judge. They should be able to have the same rights. If you, if you, if they can sit and stand in the same Walmart line as you, they should be able to have the same rights as you as well. Agree, because I mean, you and lose your rights in jail. While you're in jail, that's when you lost everything. Exactly. When you, when your feet hit street, it should be all over with. Right. I remember when I was a kid, I, I saw this Western right, and this bandit had robbed a train. And they stuck him in jail, 
And as soon as he got out of jail, you know what the first thing they did? They handed him his gun belt and his guns and said, I hope don't see you soon. And that's how it was back then. That's facts. Yeah. You walk out of jail, they hand you. They don't know if you're going to do another robbery. Right. But this is America. You're free to do whatever you want to do. Now, there's penalties and, 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 and for things you do. But this, you are free to do whatever. Facts. That's why when people say crazy things like like the racists and, and, and the Proud Boys and all these other things, this is America. You can say what you want to say. Right. You can do what you You can feel how you want to feel. And there's consequences to that. There's consequences to it, but your right to feel that way and say what you want. You may say something to the wrong person, and go. then that's a personal consequence that they do. You right. know what I'm that that happens. Right, right. But, but when you but you have the right to say what you want. You have the right to be a racist if you want to. I don't condone it. That's fact. A lot of people don't. It's fine, you know. But hey, answer America, me this. Let me let me let me ask you this because I, I'm a Trump supporter. I was. And a lot of people look at me crazy because of it. But I, I, I can admit when I'm wrong. And the actions that took place at the end, in my eyes, completely just, I, I got away from it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't stand by that type of fucking, that, that type of, of just clown shit. I don't, I don't respect it, you know? And I feel like as a leader, he should have stood up and said, hey, man, cut this shit out. Y'all go home. No matter what the circumstance was. Um, does, do, should that be a well, stain? You know, with him, we're dealing with a different factor. What's that? We're dealing with something that we've never dealt with before, something called ego. <laughs> okay. So now, did more. he want those people to go and do that? No, he didn't. I don't think he did. Cause he, didn't, he didn't say go and, 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 and turn this motherfucker out. He didn't say that. Right. I didn't get that from that speech. If I was in D.C., I wouldn't be up in no dang Capitol acting a fool. Right. Yeah, you I know? mean, so, I, I heard what he said later afterwards because I really wasn't even paying attention, and I, I didn't hear none of the shit they said on the news. They were like, "Oh, he said march over there and take the building back." I was like, "I ain't hear say I that went shit." I looked at the same thing, and I didn't see none of that. Like, I was looking for inflammatory words, like, "Oh yeah, 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 there we go, there we go." Yeah, nothing. So I don't know where they got that. That was people getting caught up in the moment. That was the same way as Black Lives Matter. People were there for the right reasons right. and start doing the wrong shit. Let me tell you something Same with Black thing. Lives Matter because there was a lot of white people out there doing dumb shit. Like every time you saw something burning up, it wasn't black people burning shit up. So oh, I saw those pictures, yeah, of who was lighting up, who was uh, who was spray painting up. Yeah, there wasn't nobody that looked like me. <laughs> That's you know what I'm saying. Like that was my problem with that. Like it felt like there was too many people playing playing the Black Lives Matter card, and and they they've ruined that. And you know what? Um, Black Lives Matter is quiet as kept. People don't even realize that comes from the gay community. Um, it, it has nothing to do with, with uh, the black plight at all. It just became, uh, it morphed into it after the Trayvon Martin incident. But uh, continue. Um, it, what I was asking, what I want to know, like, I, should I be labeled like a bad person now because of supporting Trump? Like, I'm not a Biden hater. I'm not going to hate the man, right? Because I feel like a lot of people are, uh, they're too attached. You know what I'm saying? They feel like Biden is their dude. And if I shit on Biden, I'm shitting on them. I've never taken that from people that shit on Trump. Like you can shit on Trump all you want. It don't bother me. Like I'm, I'm here for the facts, right? If Biden fucks up, are his supporters going to hold him to the same level that they held Trump? Absolutely not. It's not going to be that. It's not going to happen that way right now. There's a, there's a big abyss that's been opened up 
and they're 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 going to be like, hey, whatever our guy did is way smaller than what he did. And I told you, it's the ego factor that the reason why he didn't call and say, hey, 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 this ain't it. This ain't it. The reason mm. why he didn't get on TV saying it, because ego. They're doing this for me, even though I didn't want it. They're doing it for me. They love me. Right. They love me. So who's going to stop that? If you got two women fighting over you in the middle of the street, you're going to be like, damn, they, 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 got, they love me. <laughs> Ain't too many people going to be like quick to break it up. You feel me? Facts. No, it's facts. the same thing. Yeah. They own me. They oh they love me. They getting down for me, and I'm standing right here. They they love you know. They so that's the same thing. It's ego. See, we're not used to people putting their ego first on a certain playing field in politics. See, he's not a politician. Mm-mm. He's Mm-mm. an ego guy. He's a salesman. Facts. And and nothing wrong with being an egomaniac. Egomaniacs are some of the most successful people in the world. Tiger Woods is an egomaniac. Oh, we're gonna so talk about Tiger women because he could. You know what? Let's you know? let's let's talk Tiger. Let's get off politics. Let's talk Tiger. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Tiger Woods is a great person. I don't give a fuck what he did at home. If if, if he didn't play golf and he cheated on his girl, we would have never known. I'm sick and tired of hearing about him being such a bad person for fucking somebody on the side. It wouldn't have been none of y'all business if he didn't play golf. So his legacy to be tainted because of his marital issues, it to me is ridiculous. What's what? What do you think? His legacy on the golf course and Tiger as a person, two different people. Because as with Michael Jordan, a lot of people say he's the biggest asshole known to man. Facts. I am personal friends with Barry Bonds. I think he's a okay. Great like guy. like stunt. We saw you flex. He's an asshole. Oh, I've, he's an I've asshole. heard. I've heard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So a lot of people. To me, he's a good dude. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. You get that. You get that. When when people pay your salary, you're going to be judged. Facts. When your boss pays your salary, he go, salary he's going to put you on evaluation all the time. You're always going to get either good write ups, bad write ups, evaluation that yearly thing. When you might get that raise that you're never going to fucking get. <laughs> you know, you you get evaluated constantly and scrutinized constantly. Right. That one person pays you, pays you or facilitates the money from the company to you. We pay for Tiger Woods' clothes. We pay for his clubs. We pay to go see him on TV. We pay to go to the golf courses. We pay to take lessons to try to look like the dude on, nice. on the golf course. Yeah, I love playing golf. That's we my doing, shit. We play, we're doing everything. So we scrutinizing everything. That's what any in any any um, athlete, especially on a grand scale. Yeah. So what he did, man, let me tell you something. Tiger made most of us look good as a motherfucker when he did that. <laughs> I can't be mad at Tiger for that. No, nah, I mean Man, I'm mad at him because like, they yeah, ugly. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm mad. They were all ugly. I ain't see one cute one at all. And then he couldn't throw a Spanish or a black girl in there. But I mean that's his preference. I ain't well, mad at his preference. I'm just well, saying. Well, here's the coldest thing. Mm. He ain't paid none of them though. <laughs> that's why they was coming out the woodwork. Hey, why he called up the answer machine saying, "Hey, it's me, Tiger." Like, no shit. <laughs> Yeah, hey, it's me. Yeah, it's me, Tiger. Hey, it's me, Tiger. Yeah, it's me, Tiger. Yeah, now, some motherfuckers going to be calling you, asking you some questions. You don't know shit. You ain't heard shit. You don't know me. You crazy. You don't know that it twists to the left. You don't know shit. Bro, when Shorty was okay. in the elevator, I would have been like, I don't know what the fuck she's doing in Australia. I ain't never seen this woman in my life. Boy, y'all crazy. Dude, but he, he, he was on one, like, it wasn't, you can't even go to your wife and say, look, baby, I made a mistake. That wasn't a mistake. That was a lifestyle. 
Yeah, he was a uh, he was addicted. He was about it. Yeah, yeah. And that's ego, young money. Nobody tell you no for nothing. Oh yeah, no. When your whole life you running game, yeah, that's just how Dude. it's gonna be. And you got you got seven hundred fifty million in the bank, and and you ain't you making a hundred million a year. He was he making a hundred. He ain't even paying cell phone bitches. For, for, he ain't even paying cell phone bills. Nothing. That that man they was so mad. He never gave me nothing. He paid that one bit. When he paid that one to shut up, the party planner from New York. When yeah. he paid her to shut up, oh, that's when he really messed up. That was when I think the wife was the reason why that happened. That was just my my take on that. Because I I think he did it right. Bro. He just gave him his time and his comp- car compartmentalizing of it all. What to me was impressive. I'm just gonna be honest, but hey, I'm gonna give you the Did closing you know, words. You would have never known. No, I don't know how no. I found out about that shit. I, the tabloids, tabloids, tabloids. They snitched. No, no, no. It was it was happening because that it was, that was the aftermath. Something happened to where she took golf club to that car. Oh yeah, when when he was uh and when he, he crashed. Tree. Yeah, that started. Okay, well, why you why you uh. Hitting a tree, Mr. Woods, right in front of your house. I yeah, mean, wow. he ain't like jumped in your way. This tree been here. Boy was laid out in the middle so, of the street. Why is there a golf club? Oh, she tried to help me out the car. She thought it. She yeah, thought I bust was out the window. <laughs> no, no, she tried to bust your motherfucking head. That's a through fact. Through that window. So that's man, ego, man, ego make you do some 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 crazy things, and and, and uh, 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 it just so happened that unfortunately our president had that now let me tell you something go for it trump let's all face it he wasn't the guy for the job i mean he wasn't i think he wasn't the guy for the job on a social level i agree go ahead here's the caveat he wasn't the guy for the job just because he couldn't check his ego at the door Mm. now did he have a lot of great new ideas and did he do a lot of things that should have been done a long time ago? And did he do it in a very cavalier way where he was fearless? That was his biggest trait. He was fearless because of his ego. That's what I'm saying. Some of the greatest people in the world have ego. Kobe had crazy ego. Oh, facts. Facts. Look at Kyrie right, right now. The, the crazy <sighs> ego. Steve Jobs, crazy ego. Facts. Kanye, crazy ego. Jay-Z, crazy. All these successful people, crazy ego. You gotta have that to su- to survive and to thrive in, in anything. That's a fact. So, but he had a little. Too, there's 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 moderation now, and he didn't have that. No, no, no. Trump now, is a complete he did asshole. A lot of great things. He did a lot of he did a lot of great things. He made some great moves. Some things I'd be like, damn, if I was president, I I would have did some shit like that. Probably right. not that way. Right. But I'd have did that shit. You know. And he was doing, I mean, he released more black people than anybody but Abraham Lincoln. That's deep. Just just sit on that. That's deep. He freed more black people than anybody but Abraham Lincoln, any other president. Man, on and that note. A black one sitting there. On that note, I'm, I'm going to let you go. You just killed it. You just killed it. You just Man, co-hosted it after the show. The mic. I'm dropping that's mics it. right now. That's that's a fact. If I had a bomb, right, I do peace. the I do the bomb. Peace, my brother. Poker face. It's been real. I appreciate you, man. Uh, you know, we live Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Whenever you want to call in, bro, you're a friend of the show. For we sure. appreciate you. For sure, man. All right, my brother. Man, y'all. That's that was 
That's deep. That's deep. That's why I like having people call in. That's deep. <sighs> Lifted the travel ban. Yeah, but I mean, um, shit, call in. Call in. Let's talk about let's let's see who wants to call in. Um, let me get to another one of uh, another one of the topics. Um uh I was talking earlier, I briefly spoke on the the new treasure secretary, and uh she scares the shit out of me because I feel like she doesn't understand money. Uh today's episode I also want to talk about Bitcoin. I really feel like we need better understanding with Bitcoin and with investments. You know, a lot of people, they invest, but they're not necessarily um, investment savvy. Does that make sense? Like they're investing, but they don't know shit. They just kind of win it. They're making a couple bucks and they think they're doing well. You see something like Bitcoin blowing up and you jump on it. But do you know what Bitcoin is? So I was on my Facebook asking who is an expert at Bitcoin? Who's an investor that can explain Bitcoin to us? On Nobody hit me up. Uh, a couple people saw. Nobody said anything. It's, yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how to get Facebook to put me in the right algorithm so that I can get more attention so that we can have business people come on and different people of different fields that can just talk to us about uh, you know, things like this that we should all know. I don't want to always give you my opinion or what I know on things. I would rather have someone else come because I have a, a, a few issues with Bitcoin. Let's talk about it. The Treasury Secretary has said multiple times now she doesn't trust Bitcoin because of the illegal use. Uh, that Bitcoin can be used uh, to buy drugs. That Bitcoin can be used to, buy, to, to launder money. That Bitcoin is doing all this illegal activity. Well, ma'am. The, the most illegal dollar in the world, the most illegal dollar in the world is the American dollar. You can do anything. Hey, man, if you got, tell your boy to call in. I don't got his info. I, I got to connect with him. That dude is, that dude is dope. I would love to speak to him. But for someone to say that they're afraid that Bitcoin is something that's doing illegal things and that Bitcoin is, is um, uh, not trusted. Who the fuck trusts the dollar? What like there's nothing backing the dollar. Do you understand how scared I am that the dollar is gonna collapse? You need tangibles. Don't save your money. This is not the time to save money. When you think when that little money comes in, the way that you boost the economy is by spending the money. You have to spend it. When it comes in, you gotta go spend it. Pay those bills. Do what you gotta do. If you don't, it's gonna get worse and worse and worse. The dollar, yo, what are we, $4 trillion already in debt? The dollar's going to lose so much value. So many bonds are being cut. Loans are being cut to back all this shit. We're still not backed by anything. You know, gold had a cap of $10 trillion. So there would never be more than $10 trillion in the world because that was all the gold in the world. That was what, um, you know, scientists and economists have come up with. Well, Bitcoin is saying that they're going to be twice as much. The problem with Bitcoin for me is that you can only buy Bitcoin with dollars. I mean, I'm assuming there's other ways to buy it, but what are those other ways? Like, can you pay me in Bitcoin to watch the show? Can you pay me in Bitcoin to buy my merch? Can you pay me in Bitcoin just for, for whatever, right? Um, how, how can we monetize Bitcoin because it's not in our hands? That doesn't bother me that I can't touch it. Um, I have, I don't like using cash. Like the only time I get cash is when I got to go to the Wii shop. So I walk around with, uh, Apple pay. 
I use all my digital banks and shit like this. I never keep cash on me. Like, there's no point. If, if they don't take Apple Pay, I don't need to be there. That's just how I feel. And I can hit ATM and Apple Pay to ATM, uh, use my scanner. So if, if I'm okay with using my app to pay for things, Bitcoin to me doesn't cause that big of a... Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to word it because it's like a fear thing, right? Because you can't touch it. So it's not it's not real. It's not in front of you. You don't get it. So it scares you, right? Because when you don't know something, you're afraid of it. You're naive to it. You're ignorant to it. Um, when people tell you about it, you're going to believe anything you hear. So that's why I don't want to be the one that influences you the wrong way. My issue with it being that if the value of a Bitcoin is dollar bills and dollar bills aren't going to be worth shit, then how does Bitcoin retain its value? You see what I'm saying? The secretary says that she wants to boost the economy to the point where we're almost back to normal and then open it so that we can roll right into it. I agree. That sounds like a great idea. I just think it's fiscally impossible. I just think it's completely impossible. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people have been investing. If you have multiple streams of income, one of those streams should go into investments. That's something I learned a long time ago. When I opened my first business, um, I, I just I got over working for people you know what I'm saying like I was in between deals and this fucking pub deal dropped me on my face I had to go take a regular job that's how I know Marco um I get signed I do an album then I leave because I didn't like the money situation I take another regular job I hate that regular job I open a, a interior design firm I go to real estate school I dropped out of real estate school because my interior design firm was doing well then I got into furniture. My furniture stores were doing phenomenal. And, and that was my story, right? When I was making money in the furniture store, I would take one of our, um, so we, the way our money came in was daily. And then we, you know, as adults, we divided our shit up and then we figured out what we do with it. But we would take 10% and put it into stocks. And we're investing in things that we liked and the things that we used because we, you know, are, if I'm a fan of the product, I want to back the product. Um, yo, fuck i'm not even gonna say their name i'm not gonna give them no play but yeah i'm good on that i mean that was one of the reasons why i wanted my own business we were at a, a factory making these things that were worth a hundred dollars per thing and we we're making fucking pennies like nah man i i pay all my employees commission because i believe that you know you you eat what you kill and that's just how i was raised and fuck a regular job i just can't do it guys like i don't know how to but I always took 10% of my money and invested. I'm also Dave Ramsey, baby. So if I haven't, if, if you haven't watched the show and you haven't heard of me talking about Ramsey, Ramsey was the one that got me my money, right? I made a lot of money at a really young age. Like my first deal got me my first house. I bought my first house at 19. I left an apartment in the ghetto, moved into a nice condo with my wife and kids. And then we bought our first house at 19. Like it was like, boom, 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 poor bunch of money new house and it was big as fuck for no reason we had no furniture we had two cars and this giant fucking four car garage house uh the kids rooms were as big as our our old apartment 600 square foot apartment our kids rooms now was 600 square feet we had a 4,000 square foot one-story house our shit was huge yo a little 600 square foot apartment on the east side of vegas and we bubbled the fuck up and bounced like i was making a little bit of money for writing stuff and then i, I got a decent little gig uh, I met the guy that produced Hail Mary for Tupac, and he put me on to some shit. Shout out to the OGs that put you on. When I when I started making music money, I blew it. 
didn't know what to do. Nobody taught me stocks. I didn't understand how to do stocks. I didn't understand how to invest. I didn't even know that most people, 90% of people in the country are in stocks. If you have a 401k and you work a regular job, you're in stocks. Every time you go buy something at a store, you're in stocks. The store is going to reinvest in itself to continue to provide products. That's just how it works. Now, how does Bitcoin come into the fucking picture of all this? And how do we adjust taking our savings and and say, okay, now we're going to put X amount of money into the savings or into this Bitcoin? Especially when to me just doesn't have a value. I just don't see the value in it. I need somebody to show me the value. I wish I knew someone that could show me how there's value in it. I just don't. Even my brothers who are super nerds. You know what? Let me text my brother. Hold on. Mm-mm-mm. He's pretty smart at this shit. Hey, dude. <sighs> Bitcoin. Let me see what he says. You know. Yeah, you know, the thing about the 401ks, even though they're good, you can do better on your own. And don't put your money in the bank. So here's the problem with money. And uh, we'll do a quick little rundown on money to see if we can find somebody to help us with this Bitcoin thing. But money in the bank isn't making any money anymore. Back in the day, you would get like 1% on your money. Like if you put $10,000 in the bank and it sat there for a year, it would be like 10000 and fucking $100. Like some shit like this. Crazy little, little increments. You could have took that ten k bought a rental property, flipped that rental property, turned that 10K into 50K, and so on and so forth. See, that's how money works. What you need to do is learn how to have your money make money. And until you learn how to make money make money, you'll never live good. You have to make money while you're sleeping. You have to learn how to create different streams of income. That's why I asked uh, um, if you have multiple streams of income, one of those streams should go right into investments. No matter what it is, you should have investments, tangible investments at that own things know how to use your hands for something don't depend on excuse me don't depend on just having a savings and having a shitload of money no don't spam likely me during the show what is wrong with you god what a fuck ass oh my bad the mic's like right in my face did i whisper that in your ear can you hear my voice yeah man this fucker in answering I wish we had somebody. Hey, y'all in the live chat, hit up your timeline. See if you know anybody that knows Bitcoin. Like we, I would really like to have this conversation. (laughs) Hold on. Money sitting in the bank used to be a thing that you could do because they would uh, let other people borrow your money and then they would basically pay you for letting other people borrow your money. But that system's been dead for a long time. Um, again, I used to think debt was a bad thing. Like, I used to be like, oh, no, no debt. Why? Because I learned that from Dave Ramsey. My grandfather and grandmother taught me to just use cash for everything. I never had a credit card, so I never had credit. Every car I bought was cash. Every car I bought's been cash. I've, I've never made payments. I fucking, I think, I, oh, no, 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 one car. One car. Nah, not for me. Hey, here's karma. My neighbor's a repo guy. You know how I know this? Because me and him don't get along. And he's a douchebag. And you know what happens to douchebags? Douchebag things. So douchebag repo guy is now hiding his truck from the repo man. Ain't that a bitch? How the tables have turned, my friend. He's such an asshole, bro. Um, If you read Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace and you read... Damn, I wish I had the books up here. I should 
leave the books in the studio to show you guys. Maybe I, should we start a book club? Oh my God, Sable's book club. Should we do it? I'm down. I'll show you guys what I read. Like right now, I'm reading uh, Thomas Swole's book, uh, Applied Economics. I, I love these types of books. Like anything that makes my brain just rumble. Like that's why I've been worried about this whole money thing. I mean, the more money they keep pumping into the into the system, they're gonna do quantitative easing. They're gonna do bonds and they're gonna do types of junk shit. And there's gonna be a huge gap somewhere somehow and i've said this i said this last week and i think the week before i don't know how to make today's money there's excuse me there's something going on where people are making either a shitload of money or no money yeah (laughs) i don't know if that was him that's fucking funny that's funny as hell but yeah yo that's hilarious um if I could find somebody that knows Bitcoin, we will come back live. Like we'll have a whole separate show just for that. Cause I really would like to give you guys that proper information because again, I just don't see the value in it. I really wish I could like take your money and buy property. Uh, when you're 18, if you're 18, you're looking for your first apartment, stop, get your credit right and go buy a condo and either stay home with your parents and rent out the condo, become a business owner or go live in your condo so that you develop wealth. You will put yourself in a, in a in a ecosystem of just wealth. Why? Because now you're an owner. When you buy a home, think of it like putting money in the bank because you're not spending money. The money's always there, relative, uh, meaning your value may go down or up. But if you put 30000 in payments into a house, you can usually sell it and make that back. You understand what I'm saying? So when you buy a home, it's never a loss. It's the biggest purchase you'll make in your life, but it'll make you the most money ever in your life. If done right. Some people take a loss, but uh, housing always either retains value or goes up. In certain instances, it doesn't, and it falls the fuck out. But that's not forever or always. Let's say you have a home that's worth three fifty today. The market crashes tomorrow. That house is worth ninety. You can't sell it. You're stuck in it. You're making a high crazy payment. But when you hold on to it in a couple years, everything will turn around. Now that house will be worth three hundred and fifty again. But now you've had it for six years. You've made payments for six years. So all you owe is like a hundred grand. You put it for sale. The market's high. You sell it for three fifty. You walk away with two hundred and fifty thousand dollars cash, and now you can go figure out what you want to do with that two fifty. Either you go get a conventional loan and get a nice low payment on a new, brand new, beautiful home. Maybe you get a used home and add some things to it. Either way, don't spend the whole two fifty. You put up a hundred on that. Maybe you go get some investment properties going. You get some streams of income. You go on vacation and you enjoy that money. Because you sacrificed for that money because your bank took a hit, but that bank came back. I'm trying to. T- no, I had, I had the California. I had a white California. I don't think you ever saw that. Uh, they devalue too quick. That's another thing. A lot of people say buy cars. Uh, just don't buy cars. Lease them. Nah, just buy them two years old. No millionaire is ever going to tell you to buy a brand new car. Them shits, it's pointless. Uh, take your money and, and have it make money. That's that's always the 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 secret to to being wealthy. You can't just sit on it. Savings don't work. My grandparents fucked up by saving money. There was no point in saving money. We we didn't um accomplish shit by them saving money. <sighs> oh yeah, for those that use parlor 
and you know you got mad because parlor got taken off the internet let me tell you something parlor from a couple of security buddies that, that i have that do online security and stuff parlor was probably one of the worst apps that we had out so although parlor did give you a, a space where you can talk freely and do what you want to do it wasn't a great space so um you should really pay attention to what apps you use and what kind of information you're giving them even though i don't i'm not really a huge fan of clubhouse i i, I understand it i get it I think it's one of the safer apps because you have to register with a phone number. So I'm not sure if you can even make two accounts. I think that's how social media might have to go. Um, you know, last week we spoke about Twitter and Facebook being public utilities and, and if they should, uh, you know, if the Internet should be a, a human right. Um, I think that opens up a can of worms. Uh, hopefully we don't have net neutrality under Biden because net neutrality was flipped and, and turned out. Uh, the marketing against net neutrality or for net neutrality scared the shit out of me. Um, you, you just want an open Internet. You don't want companies that are able to throttle you down and throttle other companies down because you don't pay a higher premium. The Internet should be free flowing. I still think that we should have a better mechanism that reads how much uh, gigs we really use. Because I feel like it's bullshit. I pay for like 1,500 gigs or some shit or terabyte or some shit in my house. I don't know how much we spend. Everything's 4K in this house. Everything. I, I, that's just how we live. Why like, why would you throttle me down? Or how, why would you have the right? AT&T says they give me unlimited internet. They should stand by that fucking word of unlimited. In their eyes, when they say unlimited, as long as you're connected to the internet, you're good. No, I pay for top tier fucking internet speed. And then you feel like at 16 gigs to cut me. Well, I feel like then we're not getting transparency from these apps that we have on our devices. So that's why I say pay attention to what, what apps you download and what information you give away. Um, that's spam likely. Somebody just fucking called my phone. It's a spam call. Sometimes not even spam calls. My attorney called me one time and it came up as a spam call. Blew me away. Um, but nonetheless... You know, pay attention to where your information is going because I think information is more valuable than fucking Bitcoin. And until somebody proves me wrong, I I, I can't take that back. Like, I'm going to stand by that. I think gold today is information and it's all marketing. It's all ad dollars. Like, all they want to do is promote shit to you so that you can buy it. Like, uh, I've been looking for a pel, uh, lapel mics. I think that's how you say it. Lapel. What are the little, the little police microphones? Like, can you hear me? Um, because we're going to be doing the... So Sabian Sells is my real estate page. If you didn't know, it's on Facebook. Ooh, shit, I just bit my tongue. Mmm. 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 Head over to Sabian Sells. We're going to be doing uh, listings. I'm going to be showing listings. Uh, I will be buying and flipping properties this year. I'm going through a bankruptcy. These are things that I've told uh, my fans about and for the new uh, listeners. Yeah, I'm going through a bankruptcy because of legal issues that I had with a label. Um... I had to abandon my store and shit. What else? Uh, don't laugh at me, motherfucker. Um, basically, in a span of three years, uh, I completely depleted, depleted my wealth and I am on a come up right now. So it's slowly but surely. Um, I've cut down the team. It's We're bare bones. I'll be starting the vlog and we'll be starting Kasabian Sales Las Vegas within the next two to three weeks. So. Most likely Sunday will be the first vlog episode. We're going to keep those short. And then we're going to start doing like clips. I'm trying to hire somebody to do the clips for the show so that we can give people five minute clips. Um, I think that'll be dope. Yeah, bro. <laughs> the uh, Until my son turns 18, I'll never tell you how much I made. 
because I have a baby mother out there that doesn't need to know this information. But when that motherfucker turned 18, we're going to have a huge party. We're going to talk about how much money I made and who I wrote for and how long I was on tour for and, and all that bullshit. Because I, the story of me being a rap failure is amazing, and I love it. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. I am a ghetto-ass motherfucker that came off of food stamps and welfare and became a millionaire. The first person in my family. Not the first person. My great-great-grandfather earned a furniture owned a furniture store where he built furniture and he was a multimillionaire in the 40s something happened to that money i never got my hands on it but since him me right here baby toured the world my music's heard everywhere my name is fucking everywhere that doesn't change i'm still googleable most of your favorite local rappers you can't find on google if you pay google to find them right lavo's for real um to support the show there's a cash app. It's right there on the screen. Head over to klavo.com. We got new merch. We got new merch. Oh, and I just got a little deal with Champion. So we doing Kasabian, Lavo, and Champion. That's a big deal. Like, I got a deal with Champion. Like, come on now. Fuck with your boy. I'm trying to get myself into some CBD shit. I got a couple people that are in the NBA that are talking about fucking with your boy. Chill, man. We got some things coming. I appreciate y'all. Um. I know a lot of people thought I was going to be on here negative and shit and be all sad and shit. Like, bro, this, this shit, I'm not emotional. Like, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm in control of my emotions. Unlike other people that feel like when you speak on, on some shit like Trump that you're talking about them. Like, nah, man, I ain't worried about that. Like I said, I, I hope the best. I hope everything works out. I want to see everybody rich. I want to see everybody prosper. I want to see, I want to see real change. You know, um, somewhere somebody's gonna have to fucking stand up and and not be hypocritical about this situation and make sure that we get shit done uh martin luther king said it best we need to judge a person based on their actions you know their merit not the color of their skin and things like affirmative action and shit that biden's doing by putting people in position of power just because they're uh minorities and not because of work ethic or or quality of service is beyond me. Don't tell me you put somebody in office because they're such and such. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Trump had the most minorities out of any president. Never spoken on. That's all I'm saying. Just, just uh, you know, keep that same energy so that we can really make changes, man. I, I really want to see my people grow in a positive manner. And, you know, let's see what this season brings us. This is season four, baby. This is season four. It is lit. My name is Sabian Lavo. Don't live in the past. Live in the moment. Be safe. Stay dangerous. What's the last thing I say? Lavo loves you? Some shit like that. We're going to figure out the outro. My name is Sabian. Be safe. Stay dangerous. Live in the moment. Why? And it's always an awkward out.